Hey guys, this is a very special episode of Love and Meats. We're answering your common breast cancer questions with Dr. Ida Alawadi. She is consultant medical oncologist and chairperson of the Breast Cancer Working Group under the Emirates Oncology Society. She answered many questions and myths and facts that we might have for breast cancer, and it was really illuminating, so please take a listen. Hey guys, welcome back to the Love and Device show. Today we're joined by Dr. Ida Alawadi, who is the consultant medical oncologist and chairperson of the Breast Cancer Working Group under the Emirates Oncology Society. She's answering your key questions regarding breast cancer. Thank you so much for joining us. Welcome to the Thank show. Thank you. It's such an honor actually to be here and to spread the word about breast cancer, which is very important. It's uh, the end of October month, so I think we've done a lot and um, sort of like to talk about breast cancer awareness. And I think it should carry on throughout the year because it's a very important topic. And so thank true. you so much for having me again. Of course, thank you for coming in so early. Um, do tell us how common is breast cancer, especially in this region? Yeah, so breast cancer is the number one uh, cause of cancer worldwide, and that's per the WHO statistics in 2020. And um, and again, when we talk about female um, themselves, it's also the number one cause of cancer. But when it comes to the UAE, it's not different. So it's again, uh, when we look into all cancer, it is the most commonly diagnosed cancer in both when we look in both genders in general and then also in female in particular. Uh, so that is also according to the uh, statistics from the Ministry of Health uh, Cancer Registry in 2000 that was published in 2019. But when we look into something different between what's happening in the UAE and then in the in the Western population, for example, in the United States, we know that our breast cancer uh, patients are diagnosed earlier. at age, so we are one decade before. The median age of diagnosis in the UAE is like in the 50s, whereas it's actually in the 60s. So that's a little bit different than that of the rest of the world. Wow, that's so interesting. And why? what is the UAE doing to accelerate the diagnosis? How is this happening? Yeah, so there has been a lot of initiatives with that. I mean, uh, first of all, there's a lot of awareness campaign that's happening in governmental entities, private entities, even individual. There's a big awareness in the social media. So a lot of, uh, we see more and more women seeking uh, medical uh, attention when they have noticed any changes in the breast, but not only that, but they go also for their screening. And we recommend all patients to get the screening at the age of 40, all women at the age of 40, and then every other year. from there. So that's also very important. Um, we have um, uh, cancer centers um, and, and, uh, with, which, which is capable of like uh, appropriate diagnosis, uh, providing treatments and all of these uh, things in, throughout uh, the Emirates of Abu Dhabi and Dubai. So we do uh, have everything uh, available for them in case they have um, anything abnormalities uh, detected in their breast. So how advanced is the UAE when it comes to just, um, you know, innovative treatments for breast cancer? Yes, absolutely. So I trained in the United States and I came back to the UAE and I did not see any difference, honestly. So we do have uh, all the medications available to us. The minute they get FDA approved, we do get them uh, in the country and it's available to our patients. So that's the diagnostic test. We talk about chemotherapy, we talk about radiation techniques, we talk about surgical techniques. We all do have all of these expertise in the United Arab Emirates and that's very similar to that of the rest of the world including the United States, UK and other countries as well. So interesting and in terms of treatment plans if if, uh, if someone is diagnosed 
post, how important is it to adhere to those treatment plans from the moment they get that diagnosis? Yeah, so adherence is, uh, is very important. We talk about, you know, adherence to chemotherapy, adherence to hormonal therapy, which most of, uh, you know, breast cancer patients uh, uh, at one point will need, you know. So uh, this is very important because we have a lot of studies saying that if you did not adhere to uh, your medications, the um, the outcome can be worse. So it's very important. We encourage all the patients. You know, the first thing that we do to ensure adherence is educate the patient. They should understand why they need to be on these medications, what how it will help throughout their course of the disease, and then we tell them that you know we uh, one of the issues that maybe patients do not adhere to medication side effects, so we have to address side effects. There should be a regular follow-up with the oncologist, you know, or, uh, you know, the medical team to ensure adherence, addressing the side effect, you know, because if uh, if patients, for example, have that hot flashes from the hormonal therapy, we can manage that. We do. She doesn't have to stop the medication. We do. We can do something about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so when it comes to like, uh, like you said, you you have to educate patients and empowering patients. What, how exactly do you do that to make sure they make the informed decisions like throughout yes. their treatment? So I personally, and I know a lot of oncologists, they do that when the patient comes to my clinic on the first visit. I make sure I explain everything to her. Of course, as much as she wants and she able to uh, absorb. But at the same time, I like to have her family with her because sometimes you know it's just too difficult for the patient. A lot of things going through her mind right so it's like difficult for her so the family member will grasp some of the information and just tell it back to the patient later on but I make sure that the patient ask all of her questions uh, when she gets out of my office she just know basically the bread and butter of her breast cancer diagnosis and how she should be treated and I take her throughout this journey. The more they ask questions, I encourage them because the better they can make decision because we do have many treatment options and sometimes not only one option is the right option, sometimes we have two options. So she has also to make the right decision for herself guided by us. She's empowered to make those decisions. Absolutely, mm -hmm. absolutely. You know, it's so interesting that as you answered those questions, I was thinking of, you know, things I've heard about breast cancer in the past that may or may not be true because there's, there's so much maybe miseducation around yes. it. So we wanted to bring a game to you guys. And also, if you have any questions, drop in here. Great as well. We're going to call it myth versus fact. Yes. So we're going to say something. If it's a myth, it gets the buzzer. Okay. <laughs> and if it's a fact, you can just explain to us the fact behind okay. the statement. Yeah. Um, so let's kick this off. We're doing myth versus fact, the breast cancer edition. Uh, first off, early stage breast cancer rarely recurs. That's actually, I would say, more like a fact. So the earlier we detect the breast cancer, the less likely that it's going to recur in the future because we, the, basically if we picked up the cancer at very early stages, the cure rate can be as high as 95 to 98%. Wow. So that's exactly why we need early detection for breast cancer and spread the word on screening. Before we jump into our next myth versus fact, I just have a question on that. You said the average age of the UAE is in the 40s. And the 50s, in, the, in the 50s. So uh, how can it be more in young patients? Um, what, is early, what does early detection look like? 
So at four years of age, this is the standard guideline that we are adopting here in the United Arab Emirates, although we are seeing younger uh, patients. So those patients, we like to educate them to be aware about their breast, any changes of the breast, and then immediately seek medical attention. And once they reach the age of 40, then they have to start the screening. Now, there are high-risk patients, you know, those with very strong family history, lifetime risk of 20% of above, or those with BRCA mutation, which is a germline mutation that can be hereditary, that can spread throughout generations in the family. So those patients, we like them to be screened earlier, but not only with mammogram, also with MRI as well. But uh, that's a decision that the woman will have to make with her doctor in the clinic. Okay, that's so interesting. Uh, I had no idea, and hence the regular checkups. Okay, so next one, treatment adherence is not necessary for early stage uh, of breast cancer. That's a big myth. Big myth? <laughs> That's okay. a, yeah. So, yeah, it's, uh, we talked about adherence and how important the adherence is and how it will lead to better outcome and higher chances for cure, of course. Okay, makes yeah. sense. Yes. Next up, breast cancer is always fatal. That's a big myth. The minute the patient comes to my clinic, I, told, I tell her breast cancer is not a death sentence. No, we, we, the treatment, you know, we are, first, the first step is early detection, and we know that equals to better chances of cure. And we have improved tremendously in terms of like treatment options. And a lot of patients, you know, they have, I have patients in my clinic like, you know, survive, we call them survivors. And in the minute you are diagnosed, we call you a survivor. Uh, we call the patient survivor. But even I have patients like the 10 years, they continue just to follow up regularly with me. I have 15 years and, you know, I'm definitely going to see, uh, you know, Uh, 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 patients like uh, this is something like it's just behind them you know they finish their treatment and they are just back to their normal life you know so we the cure rate is high when we detect early mm -hmm. and it's breast cancer most of the cases is not fatal so interesting so once survivors get the all clear then you would recommend maybe coming back just for checks every now and then yes. but they officially have the all clear yes absolutely i mean being vigilant about your health in general it's very important just routine checkups and these things yeah okay so the next one lumps are the only signs of breast cancer yes that's a misconception actually uh, breast cancer can be just uh, thickening of the skin and the breast it could be redness You know, redness can be also a sign of inflammatory breast cancer, which does not necessarily uh, come with uh, lumps. Uh, so that's very important. And a lot of breast cancer, actually, they don't feel anything. And we detect it through screening mammograms. So lump is not the only sign of breast cancer. So interesting. So if lumps are not the only sign for young patients, what age do you recommend? Is it at the 40 age that people should be getting Uh, mammograms and MRIs, yes. or is there ways for earlier, yeah. younger patients so to So MRI is not the standard to screen patient with. It's a mammogram. It's a mammogram. So starting at the age of 40 and every other year. Okay, um, but yeah, higher risk patient, as I mentioned, those like with strong family history, you know, we may uh, uh, do MRI plus mammogram for them. And that is per the physician decision based on the lifetime risk of the patient. But in general, most of us average risk women at 40 years of age and every other year. 
mammogram. Okay, yes. so the next one, all breast cancer treatments are, all breast cancer, sorry, uh, you know, like it's treated pretty much the same way. I anticipated this question because I get asked a lot by my patient, like, why is she getting radiation? I'm not getting radiation. Why is she getting chemo? I'm not getting chemo, you know, mm. and the other way around. Mm -hmm. So, no, we have different types of breast cancer. Uh, each uh, breast cancer is treated absolutely differently. So the, the, the treatment options usually based on the age of the patient, the menopausal status of the patient, the stage of the tumor, and then the biologic characteristics of the tumor. So it's more complicated than this. And we usually, in cancer centers, what we do is that all newly diagnosed patients, we present them in the multidisciplinary team where the medical oncologist there, the surgeons, the radiation, to tailor the best approach for the patient. So interesting. Yes. And very finally, early stage breast cancer does not require any treatment. Late breast cancer, okay, that's another myth because uh, late breast cancer, meaning stage four breast cancer, when the cancer unfortunately has spread to the rest of the body, like the liver, lung, and brain. Uh, fortunately, we it's not the most stage that we see in the clinic, but unfortunately, we do see it. We know when it's stage four, it's an incurable stage, meaning that there is no medication that will take it away, and the patient will have to stay on medication for lifelong. Having said that, we haven't also gotten better in terms of treatment. We do have very effective treatment, not necessarily chemotherapy. We have biologic agent, hormonal therapy, you know, the smart therapy, immunotherapy as well. And all of these, you know, are very important. And we see more patients staying on these medications for a long time and uh, in some cases also in remission. But unfortunately, they have to stay on medication for a long time, but at the same time with good quality of life because we have gotten better in terms of the treatment options that we can offer the patient. Absolutely. And for anyone watching the show, seeing as it's Pinktober, have you any advice for women of any age who are watching the show right now in terms of what they should be aware when it comes to breast cancer? Yes, I would. Uh, I don't want to scare all women. I mean, most of the, you know, uh, the changes that happens in the breast is benign, actually. But if there is 1% chance that it can be uh, cancer, I that's why we advise all the patients to seek medical attention to a doctor which is specialized in this, who can give her a appropriate diagnostic test and also um, uh, and, uh, treatment options. So any changes in the breast, like for example, uh, lump, um, new lump, uh, redness in the skin, thickening in the uh, uh, changes in the nipple, for example, heaviness under the arm or any changes, seek medical attention, that's very important. And start your screening mammogram at the age of 40 and every other um, other year. Every other year. Um, what you said about early stage detection is so interesting. I hope that resonates with a lot of people. I yes, think it will. early detection means better chances for cure. Amazing. So that's very important, yes. Very important. Thank you so much for your time this morning. My Dr. Pleasure. Aya Alawadi, we really appreciate your time. And that is all we have time for on the show this morning. We are back with you tomorrow morning, same time, same place. Goodbye from me. Goodbye from me. Goodbye from me, too. Thank you.